0: <laughs> Neal the rebound. Kevin Ollie brings it up. Throws it across. Miller for three. Ow! He
1: backed it in! He backed it in! And the game is tied. We're going to overtime.
0: Over the rebound for his ninth. 18 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Oh! Assist no. oh, oh the chicken double time!
1: Miles Turner! Yeah! Welcome to the NBA, my friend! It down like that. On the Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Born Ready to Pod podcast.
2: Welcome to episode 33 of the Born Ready to Pod podcast. My name is Chris Cook and sitting next to me as always, Jake Light, Eric Hawk, Episode 33, the Larry Bird episode.
1: Or Miles Turner, whichever way you want to go about it. Antonio Davis. It's true. I'm out of 33s already. Yeah.
2: Who else? Scotty Pippen was 33, right?
1: Sure. Well, wait. Yeah, Grant Hill? I thought he was 32.
2: No, he was
3: 33. All right,
2: never mind. All right, anyway, let's uh, just dive right into it today
3: because. Great Larry Bird jersey, 33. We miss Larry Bird.
2: That was, I said it was the Larry Bird episode. Shit! <laughs> you missed that part. Said. I was so confused <laughs> That's way. why we, okay. okay. Anyway. Anyways. Moving on. This is
3: a little mistake.
2: Uh, yeah, very weak intro <laughs> to start off. So, I just wanted to start off by saying we are halfway through the NBA season. 82 games, we have played 41 games now. Um, so, can you believe that it's gone by this quickly so far?
1: No, I mean honestly, it's gone by really quick. But I think the NFL season, when it's when my team's in it, it goes by a little quicker because I feel like those games mean stuff. So I'm focused on that. Then the the Pacers games just come up. And I watch them, enjoy them, of course. But I'm more fo- I'm in Colts mode right now. So like it's the NBA season's flying by. It. I mean, once the NFL season's over, that's when most people get real into NBA. I mean, obviously, I watch all the games, but for me, it's just flown by. Well. It, is, it has flown by, I mean, honestly, and even
3: got a little love today on the Dan Levitard show. Really? Even got a little, the Pacers got a little love there. Really? Uh, Stu Gatz, basically, uh, they were telling a joke about how they were talking about an NBA, just a random NBA team. Stu Gatz ran in and was like, yeah, the Pacers are the most underrated team in the league. And he, they were making a joke out of it, but he was like, I'm telling you, Victor Oladipo. Yeah, and. Pretty cool that, you know, finally a little national media, even though they don't really talk sports too often. It's still nice to be recognized a little bit, you know, midway through the year.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, so since the last time that we recorded, uh, the Pacers were starting off that five-game road trip. And just an announcement here, we are recording this before the Boston Celtics game. And it's coming out here this morning on Thursday. So this is going to be a delayed... Uh, delayed reaction, that Celtics game reaction will come at a later time. But big win. But, yeah, big <laughs> win there. <laughs> another of um, game winner. <laughs> yeah. But with the other games, so Pacers start off the road trip against the Chicago Bulls. They won that game, very close game, back and forth game till the end. Uh, then they played at Toronto Sunday night, and uh, things just kind of fell apart there. An interesting stat, though, is the Raptors are 7-4 and four this year without Kawhi Leonard. And they also have a pretty good record when playing without Kyle Lowry as well. So it's not like, you know, I mean, they're a good team even, even without him on the court. So nothing to really be ashamed about. And then they just finished up on Tuesday night and beat the Cavs in Cleveland. So I think the most obvious thing from those three games was the buzzer beater in Chicago, without a doubt.
1: Oh, yeah, that was awesome. That was just vintage, like, what I thought was going to happen for a lot more games. But, you know, when it happens, it's so, like, inspiring almost. Like, that's the only thing I remember from that game is, like, the last, like, two minutes. Well, then,
3: like, Levine at the very, very end. I mean, mean, yeah, that's true. The only
1: thing I remember is them going absolutely unconscious and then us just kind of treading water. So people were saying we were done on Twitter and then all of a sudden... Snap, snap, and that was just, that was an awesome game for the ending. I mean, I think we could have played a little better D, clearly, yeah. but I mean, they went unconscious, so a win's a win's a win's a win.
3: Yeah, I'll take the win for sure. If Bulls aren't playing too bad right now. I mean, they I mean they got some young guys. They're getting up and down. I mean, they're terrible defensively, and still centers just absolutely rail them. But um, yeah, I was I was happy with the win uh, against the Bulls. I was a little disappointed, I, like Chris said, it's nothing to be ashamed of losing to the Raptors without Kawhi, but. I mean, that's a game you, you really want. I mean, And the
2: disadvantage now to that game is it's only a three-game series, so the Raptors have beat us twice. So let's say hypothetically we tie with them, they win the tiebreaker now.
3: Yeah. That sucks. It's going to be rough. Um, although I think I think we can all agree if we're tied with the Raptors at the end of the it's season. Been a great we're, we're, season. We're, yeah. we're feeling pretty good. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, So about that Cavs game, the Pacers, I believe they had a 26-point lead. I don't know if you guys were both watching. Alizé. Yeah, we were hoping we were to get some minutes from Alizé, yeah. Sumner, and Holiday towards the end. And the Pacers just blew the lead, kind of like it was in that Bulls game where the other team was just unconscious for three. Cameron Payne was just chucking up shots yeah. and making everything. So, I mean, how embarrassing would that have been to lose a 26 point lead to the Cavs and end up losing that game?
1: That would have sucked. I mean, just playing simple, just, just simply because of the fact they already beat us once this year. They're the worst yeah. team in the NBA. So that would have been just absolutely horrendous. I'm thankful, like, they made it a run at the end. We were kind of blowing them out. And then that fourth quarter, they just they I mean, just Thad Young
2: running. made what? Like three or four threes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And he made it in a row. Yeah, he like, made it all in a row.
1: Absolutely insane. I did not think I'd ever see that. So that was something. And I think we just let down a little bit. We left the door open. A team that plays that hard, you know, with those young guys, they're too stupid to know the difference, basically, was the how the common expression goes. So... A win's a win's a win's a win. I don't care. Uh,
3: Who would have been, you know, I think we can all agree that would have been a terrible, terrible, terrible loss. Probably the worst loss of the season. I don't know how you could possibly have a worse loss than losing a 26-point lead to the Cavs. (laughs) But luckily we won the game. But who would have been more disappointed with the Cavs' win? The Pacers, who would have lost the game to the Cavs, or the Cavs for winning a meaningless game and, you know, hurting their chances at that number one overall
1: Definitely the Pacers, because, I mean, the Cavs players, they don't care. Let the Cavs game players game. don't care.
3: Management cares. Yeah, Cavs
2: management players, is definitely. Yeah,
1: but I don't think like that one game. That's not going to be the decide. They have the number one overall pick. I mean, is anybody else even close? Yeah, but uh, think, yeah, they're at they, like
2: eight wins, and there's just a couple teams at ten. But so they're pretty they, close. Didn't
3: they redo the way they're doing the lottery? Yeah. I think they had they're, some change the, to the last, it. I don't remember exactly. Three
1: or the three teams, team, the worst best. three
3: teams, all have the same amount of opportunity.
1: But so. I think that was around the association topic. A bit, yeah, it was. Was it before the season started on the rule change? So I'm glad they even paid attention. Yeah. Well,
3: I didn't get the Larry Bird episode. <laughs> I didn't get that. So. Oh, Short-term Dan- We also
1: forgot Danny Granger. We mentioned that. Yeah.
2: <gasps> yep. How could we miss that? I
1: don't know. <laughs> and I think Brendan Hayward. So, that man's got a tooth still ingrained in the core of the banker's life. Oh, yeah. We oh, forgot yeah. him on this episode. Our Danny apologies Leonard. to Granger.
2: Yep. Um, Turner Miles Turner's been out here for the last few games. Got injured not on just the nose, but a shoulder against the Bulls. Hasn't played since. So what did you guys think? Because obviously we can't talk about his play. We knew we were, that he was going to struggle. The first game, first couple games with the mask. But what did you think about how he looked like with the mask on?
1: Um, it
2: terrifying. I would or do you think terrifying. it could have been much scarier?
1: Just because I, I, we know Miles, kinda. I don't, yeah. think it, I don't. I don't get stricken by terrifying. But I mean, he leads the league in block percentage and blocks. So maybe, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, he's a little. He
3: he looked a little fierce. I mean, he looked a little Good. different. Um, he I mean he he just looks like such a soft human being. Like. Just like in his face, yeah. Especially like when bait. you start seeing him run, yeah, he's got some baby so. face, and he's got he's running with the you know he's got his little head nod there. So um, no, I don't think he was terrifying by any means, but um, I definitely want him to be healthy. So I'm cool if we just keep sitting him out a little bit, and I'll just keep playing some
1: bonus on FanDuel. Is he playing against Boston? No, he's, not. he's out. Okay. Um, so I think Quinn played some good minutes against the Cavs at least. So.
2: Yeah, he played very well uh, against the Raptors too. Yeah. Um, so. Kind of the next thing I wanted to make sure I hit on was the uh, Quinn Buckner Boyan video. He said it like three times during the Cavs game. Did you guys watch the video or yes. saw him say I don't that? I think I saw him actually. So, you know, the, the whole video where the whole thing now where Victor Oladipo says,
1: Boyan.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Quinn Buckner is now taking that to storm and he said it five times during the game last night. We've got two videos of it. Um, so, what do you guys think about you know that Quinn Buckner picking up on that?
1: This just feels like one of those things that your dad starts saying. (laughs) He gets old pretty quick. So I don't know if we want Quinn to go all in with five Bojans during the game. And
2: the funny thing is I just tweeted out uh, here before the Celtics game – If we get to hit the music tonight, which is always, you know, the fans are always looking forward to that. We're
1: hitting
2: the music. Uh, Do we go with the original video or substitute with Quinn for another game? A lot of people are saying go with the original. They love the original videos. And the uh, Alan Patterson, MD, the MD guy who is always all over the place, I do love Alan, says his response is... It all depends. I have faith that Nate will do the right thing based on the situation. It's <laughs> <So this laughs> up to Nate. He doesn't get <laughs> yeah, the joke at all. He doesn't get the joke. Um, which is fine. Yeah, that's better. that's completely fine. We should, uh, maybe just,
1: we should call up Nate and ask him which one he wants apparently, to Apparently,
2: yeah, Nate McMillan, uh, He's he's got a say in this. And I'm going to play it real quick. <laughs> Really bad. Really bad. He looks like he just hit the blunt Like, when, when, he's, when he's saying it. So, anyway, Quinn Buckter, we love oh, you, man. Uh, always providing great content for the podcast and his page um, So, uh, a little more details. Pacers are now 27 13. That could change, obviously, with the outcome of the Celtics game. 28 13? 28 and 13. Yeah, let's go ahead and predict that. Two and a half games behind the Raptors uh, at first, and one and a half games behind the Bucks. So things are pretty close. That was one through five seeds are very close, and then after that, it just you know kind of tips off. Um, so coming up on Friday, the Pacers play at New York, uh, and that game's on ESPN. Tuesday they play at home versus the Suns. Uh, both of the Knicks and the Suns have really bad records. They both are 10 win teams, so they're close to the Cavs. And then next Thursday they play uh, Philadelphia at home and that game's on TNT. So over the next week, two games on national T V. The Pacers have, I believe, won two of the three at least. Or yeah, two of the three. I don't know. I, I don't know how many games. The
1: Bucks games. one was and they won that one.
2: I don't think that one was the Knicks won on Halloween and then there was the at Philly. And yeah, then they, they lost, lost home first Philly. So yeah, two out of three I believe. So Uh, I think this is the Pacers' chance next week because Charles Barkley on TNT—he obviously hasn't watched Pacers' game this year—and he always says the top four teams in the East, and never includes the Pacers in the discussion. So this is the game the Pacers need to prove to Charles Barkley that you know they're for real in the East.
1: And it'll be four in a row back on. We love winning five-game Spurs, so I think it's destiny we win this. And I think we should just go ahead and say we might record on Friday just so it's a guaranteed win.
2: I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. And then have to
1: call in before the game. Even even someone. Hell, we'll just we'll start at like eleven thirty. Just yeah, the, we'll hit. 30. I mean, ten and
2: one in game the game before the day we or not the day before, but in the game before we record, we're ten and one.
1: It's pretty good. I mean, I don't want to say. You so know, I had a guy on
2: Twitter ask us if that was against the spread or not. It's uh, like we don't, don't we don't have a detailed stat team. We can't afford that. Uh, but we do know. If Let's it just was, say yes. If it was a straight bet, ten and one, I definitely would put your life savings on it yeah. next time. So we'll let you know that when we record. <laughs> Uh, next topic that I wanted to bring up was uh, a couple games ago. I believe it was a Toronto game. Tyreek Evans had a really bad possession. Uh, you're going to ask which one because there's at least <laughs> five a game, but this one was pretty bad. He held the ball to the last seconds of the game and then just chucked up a three, and the three was just a terrible shot. I mean, completely awful. So I thought it was funny, uh, and I took a video of it, and I posted it on Twitter because people love to give Tyreek – Shit on Twitter, which you know we do too. Um, obviously, we're rooting for the guy, but it's you know it's funny to poke fun at him. So we had a guy who come up in our mentions at Logan underscore Clevenger, the
3: absolute worst, the absolute
2: the worst. worst. So if you want to, just go ahead and tweet at this guy because he just he's the I worst. don't even understand Logan name. underscore yeah. So I'm not there was not so allowed to say anything. My my caption to the video was Tyreek Evans' season with the Pacers in 15 seconds. So, didn't really say anything bad about him, but if, I mean, if you have eyes and, you know, you're not blind, you can see he hasn't played well.
3: If you have a brain and, yeah, you can see that the, the poor guy. If you just, have a brain, so. Is, yes.
2: So, it just, it's yeah. Rough. So, Logan Clevenger, Logan underscore Clevenger's tweet, only people that post this are fans who aren't real Pacers fans. <laughs> <laughs> Clowning on, <laughs> his, clowning on our own player inst- instead aren't. instead of embracing him on his positives, uh, Logan. First off, when you get a tattoo of the Pacers logo on your left calf, then you can come back at me, bro. No, so I
3: wish. Why didn't we tweet that the the meme the what Sandra Bullock meme bird with, box? Yeah, the bird box meme with her eyes like covered like. like <laughs> who are you? you,
2: idiot? And the funny thing is, so I searched. Um, I searched his Twitter handle, and I searched, like, real with it because I was trying to see if he called out other fans for not being real fans. And the first thing that came up was a tweet about him saying, these hoes ain't loyal for real,
1: <laughs> I <love laughs> which it. I thought
2: was hilarious. And It wasn't that funny. He's
1: not lying. <laughs> I mean, he's
2: not lying about that. And then I found another tweet of him saying that Gregson and Pagano needed to be fired. So, Ooh. I mean, I, I, a real a fan? Little controversy? I agree with the take, but according to his logic – you have to embrace your players, your your team, with positives, and he was not doing that. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, anybody with a, a brain cell, I think, would say that <laughs> the limp dick Chuck Pagano needed to be gone. So yeah. the fact that he tweeted that is a little surprising because I didn't even think this guy had a brain cell. Well, apparently what he's saying is we're not allowed to just say anything remotely controversial about our team like them. What are we just – we're just going to sit here <laughs> all day – yeah, and we're just gonna say. And here's the Miles thing, Miles good. He's like you gotta give. It was good. That's to He's do. like you gotta
2: give Tyreek time to gel with the team. Well, it's buddy, been, it's yeah. been three this season. months. This
1: season is halfway. It's been it's idiot.
2: been three months, and he's on a one year deal. So, so it's half over, bro. Yeah. it's He's on a one-year deal, and you can't tell me if the season in today that the Pacers would resign this man. Because they no, wouldn't.
3: They would not. The best part about it was, and then, so Chris is going going at him on our Twitter account. And then I started kind of going at him on another, like, burner, type burner account. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was just funny because he, like, he insinuated that, like, we didn't understand – team concepts and we didn't understand you know what what basketball really was about and continuity yeah. it's just like dude you're barking up the wrong tree i guarantee you we've watched more pacer games than this dude 110% oh, i'd
1: put any amount of money on yeah
3: in. and then you're going to tell me he probably thought Tyreek. He probably watched like two games and just thought Tyreek was good.
2: Maybe, he he, it, Tyre was Tyre, was awesome. maybe it was Tyreek's burner account. Maybe it was his girlfriend or
3: something. I don't know. Uh, well, these guys ain't loyal. <laughs> yeah, that's no, true. No to that's, that's true. Man. Yeah. Anyways, Logan, I re- I'm guessing you're, you're not listening to this because only real Pacers fans listen to this. But um, <laughs> if you are listening, you're you're truly the worst. See you, buddy. Um. <laughs> Feel free yeah, to come definitely. The pod. Yeah. I would like to, I would I like to love have
1: a call. Yeah,
3: hey, you know what, actually, fans? Tweet at Logan Clevenger and then insist that he comes on so we can eviscerate him. Actually,
2: know, I completely forgot, too. Jeremy, our, one of our biggest Twitter
3: Jeremy.
1: people,
2: Jeremy, great guy, always <laughs> loves to <their> complain. He <laughs> agreed to come on the podcast sometime, so we're going to have to be in the works oh of. Oh, my God. That would be an all time. Out. We should say that for a
1: month. That's out. a whole, that's not 15 minutes. That's a whole show. That, right? might, be,
3: that might be an episode
1: 50. Who <laughs> yeah. knows what we did end up down on some weird rabbit hole.
2: Right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, last topic before we move on to the next segment. Hawk, I'm going to let you take the reins. You've been preparing all week for this moment. I
1: mean, I just uh, I, I wanted to have a, just a nice, casual yeah, so discussion. Yeah, so can have a, a discussion. I I'm, going go I'm going
2: to back out. I'm obviously team Colts, fully behind the Colts this week weekend. I think they're going to win against the Canton City Chiefs. But, Hawk, I'm going to leave this all to you because I know you've been looking forward to it. So go ahead.
1: We were 1-3, and three, and I sat in this podcast, yeah. and I said we were going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We ended up losing the, our next two games. I don't know <laughs> if we remember this or not. My, my, my will was at an all-time low against the Jets. That was just that was an undespicable game. And whatever. It's over. It's in the past. I never, I never doubted in the faith of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And here we are. We're up here. We're at a matchup with Patrick Mahomes, probably the MVP, 50 touchdowns. But guess what? They don't have a defense. They're 31st against the pass, and we are the only team to get 100 yards on the Houston Texans all season-long defense. Our offensive line, the fewest sacks in the NFL. We somehow have weapons now. Ebron has been the greatest NFL straight of all time. <laughs> Marlon Mack is a stud. We always have T.O.I. Hilton to rely on. Anything we get out of anybody else, I mean, Dontrell Hellman has been a legit number two during this, this run, I think. So I think there's no way we lose. I think we cover whatever spreads out there easily, and we win outright, obviously. And whatever happens, I mean, I think we're going to the AFC Championship in Foxborough, and that's where it gets a little, it gets a little hazy. What do you think, Jake?
3: I, I, I didn't get to watch the Colts game live. I had a basketball game, so I had to, I had to kind of catch up and watch. Very impressed. I mean, I couldn't have been more impressed with the Colts. They're going to uh, have
1: to score in the second half. Here,
3: what I love about the Colts is. They they finally, like, they just built that offensive line. I mean, that might be the best offensive line in football, and I don't take that lightly. I think that's huge. Uh, Giving Luck time to step up in the pocket's huge. I do think that they match up really well with the Kansas City Chiefs just for the simple fact that um, this is a game where I think Malik Hooker could could be huge. I mean, a speed guy in the secondary, and you're going to have to have a speed guy to try to match up with – Hill, um, and, and they got some other weapons now, and I, obviously Kelsey. Well, what what they're going to try to do, what the Kansas City Chiefs are going to try to do, is they're going to try to scheme Hooker and Kelsey on each other because Hooker is more of a deep guy. He's taken away, you know, the he's ball a ball hawk. hawk. Yeah, he's yeah. a ball hawk of sorts, but he's not going to be able to ball hawk while he's in man coverage with with Travis Kelsey, and, and that's going to be that's going to be where the game's won or lost for the Colts. So I I think this is going to be a high scoring game. And if it's not a high-scoring game, I think the Colts win it. Yeah. Um, and so pretty realistic. I think I'm pretty realistic here. I, I'm not sure Marlon Mack's going to be able to rush like he did. Um, but then again, I just thought the Texans looked disinterested. I think that was a huge indictment on Bill O'Brien. And I, I, I can't stand Bill O'Brien. So I was actually happy the Colts won. And I, I'm not cheering for them per you se. You've got to be
1: cheering for them. I, I, used it used to be a hard-court of a favor. I, I,
3: no, okay, so uh, people ask me this all the time. And I really, I truly was not a hardcore Colts fan. I, I just, I, kind of just, I just was a football fan in general. Now, I obviously watch more Colts games, so I, I said I was a Colts fan, but not like you guys, and not like how I'm a, I'm a Pacers and Cubs yeah. fan. So what I wanted to do was, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to adopt a team I really like, and so that's what I did with the Browns. But I never had that. Like I, the Pacers lost every game for their the season. I couldn't. I couldn't be out of it, just like the Cubs when they suck. Like I couldn't get out of it. But with the Colts, it was just like, well, the owners, you know, smoking reefer in the owners' box. <laughs> the head coach, he doesn't give a shit. Grigson's not building around luck. You know, it was just, it was just terrible. And I always kind of liked the Browns anyway, just because you know the whole we suck yeah. mantra. So that's how it came to be. But no, I, I Colts. I, I think the Colts do get it done this week. I think they they need the game. They need the game to be under. Mm, 54 total points.
1: Our owner prefers pills to refunds. I'm so sorry. I just want to get that on the record. As, but, as most rich guys do. Exactly. Okay, so if you think next week they have to go into Foxborough, a thing we've seen a trillion times, a story we've seen play out over the years, but not so much with this new regime. I mean, other than luck, you could say, and T.Y. This is, hasn't really played out. Do you think there's any chance?
3: I think the Colts are going to struggle with whoever wins between the Chargers and the Patriots. I, I think care. the I think the Chargers are a better team. I'd rather play New England as fuck. I do. that no, I'm telling you, I think the Chargers are the best team in the AFC because yeah. they can play power. Uh they they have a quarterback. They can sling it. They're uh, they like, kinda like weapons, us lately. And they got two great pass rushers. They do. And they got I mean they got some second time. I actually think it'll be Chargers, Colts. And I really I really do think the Chargers will will be in the Super Bowl. And that's kinda who I, I'd like to win because I do like Phillip Rivers. Uh and I know that's not very popular amongst Colts fans because he's just an asshole, but um, he just got that dagum. Do you know that? Did you know that Philip Rivers does not cuss? Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: That's crazy. Like dagum, boy howdy, <laughs> darn it. Yeah, no. And Danny Woodhead was talking about that, so it's great. But yeah, Chris, I want to get you in on the conversation because you are a diehard Colts fan, uh, like Hawk is. What do you What do you think's going to happen? I mean, obviously, you're not going to say the Colts are going to lose, but what do you think they need to do to beat the Chiefs? Uh,
1: I guess one thing. Okay. One thing. Yeah. Do we really think New England's going to lose? I mean, we've seen this play out every year. We talk about New England being over. They're at home against a team they've already beaten this year, right? Didn't they beat the Chargers this year? No, I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure they beat the Chargers. No, I think they beat the Chiefs. Okay, either way. I know they beat the Colts, and I think they beat the Chiefs. So, I don't know. Do we really think that the Chargers have a chance? After all we've seen throughout the years.
3: I think the worst team left in the AFC is, is the Patriots.
1: Okay, it's fair, if, but they have something that no one else has. And, and if the Colts get that's
3: eliminated, it. I'm for
2: the Chargers in the AFC.
1: Yeah, No, oh, stop. You, wait, Just you because would
2: be for the
3: Chiefs, because you're not going to be for the. Patriots. I wouldn't. Be, I yeah, would be I'd, I'd be
2: okay with the Chiefs. Yeah, as long as it's not New England. Yeah, thank
3: you. What's your okay? Let's. Take the Colts out of it because Colts would be the NC. What, what? Sorry, Chris. Go at, comment on comment on the Colts. This is Chiefs. what
2: the Colts need to do. Okay, sorry. Let's hear it. So they need to win the coin court <laughs> first and foremost. Yeah, Tails never
3: fails? Question mark.
2: And they have to go out. They have they want need to take the ball. Obviously, I don't I don't think you kick off against the Chiefs to start off the game. I think you need to take the ball. Yep. Like Cock was saying, their defense is not very good. Yep. So they need to score two and three minute two or three minutes just a nice drive score right off the bat. And I think from there, if they can get kind of like in that Texans game, same game plan there, get one defensive stop there in the first quarter, I think that kind of takes Mahomes' confidence because this is what his first playoff game, right? Yes. So kind of like Watson there, that kind of gets his confidence in the way because he's just expecting to go out there and score every single time he's out there. So if they can kind of mock what they did there with the Texans, uh, that would obviously be excellent. And then second half they have just got – to be
1: better, they gotta score. They I have mean, got to score
2: drives. so many opportunities against I'd say the that Texans.
1: The Houston D stepped up in the second half.
2: Yeah, that. they played I mean, better. I but mean,
1: there were some uh, third downs that I thought we should have picked up that they just absolutely. There the were
2: so away. many opportunities to score, and we just could not capitalize. In
1: think, the first half, we were destroying them. Like, we yeah,
2: didn't look, it looked. So. It just looked like it was going to be forty-two to
1: three. No, no, no
3: point. Um, Just the thing I'm going to be looking for the most, and again, I'm going to have to freaking tape the game, of course, but um, I want to see Chris Jones versus Quentin Nelson. Chris Jones is in my opinion, the best defensive tackle in the game. He's got a little bit of speed, he's got some power, and then obviously Quentin Nelson doing what Quentin Nelson's been doing. I mean, he's I think that he made the all-pro team or whatever. I mean, there's like four really solid guards. I mean, that means, so the fact that they he was voted as one of the best two guards in the league is huge. So I want to see that matchup because if you can get inside penetration with Chris Jones, then you are going to open it up for... Um, oh my gosh, I almost said Lamar Houston. That's not right. It's Justin Houston. Justin Houston. Lamar, Lamar Houston used to play on the Oakland Raiders. But no, I, I think it's going to be a real test for the offensive line. If they can get past this, I would want to see New England because I think that defensive line and, and the secondary in general for the Chargers would give the Colts fits. Like I, I, I truly think if, if the Patriots were not named the Patriots and yeah. they had no history to it, and you're just looking at the roster overalls, you don't see the names, they would be the worst
2: team. And as a Colts fan, you want to go against the Patriots. I mean, even, yes. all the bad history. Yeah, they've kicked our ass. But you want I the want opportunity, opportunity to go beat them. And if oh, they beat sorry, their, man. if they beat our ass, they beat our ass. It's just another loss in the column that we've got against them. <laughs> but if you win, exactly, that's the second biggest win in Colts history, besides yeah. that first AFC Championship say, game they won against them.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'd say it's tied for a second.
2: Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be that wouldn't be as high as that. They'd have to win the Super Bowl, but
1: yep.
2: would be a huge win. But they got to win this weekend. And then the I'd also
1: put number four. The, we beat the Browns last year, so we got to throw yeah. that one on there. Yeah, it was, it was one of our biggest wins in history. <laughs> two two of the best
3: teams in the league last year: Colts and Browns. <laughs> um, last last year, not not, yeah, not last, this year. Yeah. yeah.
2: So wrapping that up, if Bogdanovich Boyan Bogdanovich was a football player, what position would he play?
1: Quarterback. I mean, he can't play anything else. He's not playing anything in the secondary. He would get intercepted all the time. Okay, that's fine. But he's not. There's no way he's a line (laughs) player, and he's not quick enough to be in the secondary.
3: I think the
2: quarterback could be a tight end. I think the punter.
1: Just give him
3: punter.
2: Yeah, that's where I was going. Because yeah, he could be because he's got soccer history. I'm
1: just telling
3: you. I've seen the man throw passes in the clutch that have gone the other way. True,
1: He would be like... I don't know if he can play
3: quarterback. He'd be like like that guy... uh, He'd be like Nathan Peterman. (laughs) He would be the guy that he just (laughs) goes in. The worst quarterback (laughs) of all time. Well, I mean, I just happen to remember this game last year where Bogey literally threw it to the Celtics.
1: True. Somebody edited a
2: Wikipedia page of the NFL Honors, which is that year in ceremony where they give out the awards <laughs> they put
1: We never miss of course. Yeah, they
2: put the one as 2018 the MVP is Nathan Peterman. <laughs> it got deleted when someone screenshotted it, but it got deleted when I searched it, but I thought that was pretty funny.
1: That is. All see. right,
2: so that wraps that up. Um and we're going to move on into second edition of this uh new segment that we introduced last week, Guilty or Not Guilty in just a few seconds. Alright, we are back after a very short break there. Just a few seconds. And we are going to now play another rousing edition of Guilty or Not Guilty. You guys now know the rules, but some of you listeners who unfortunately didn't have the pleasure of listening to us last week. I am going to... What this game is, is I'm going to... Say a statement. So it's kind of like those uh, you know, true or false, fact or fiction games that they play. It's just got a nice new fun name to it. I'm going to have a statement and they're going to tell me if I'm guilty or not guilty of being a dumbass. So guilty means that you disagree with me. You're a dumbass. And if they say not guilty, I am not a dumbass and they agree with my statement. So we got a few, uh, few statements here today and we're going to go ahead and get it started with number one. Bojan Bogdanovic is an NBA All-Star. Sounds like Hawk's going to take first overall here.
1: Uh, I think you're not guilty. I think you can make the case that he could be an All-Star. He's not going to get in because of all the people that he has to go in front of him. But if you had to tell me, like, let's say he was a more popular... Let's say he was like Chris Dobbs as far as popularity and like country wars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and he was averaging 16.5. It was like, Jeremy Lin is a top on receiving. this good of a team, and he got more recognition. I think you could honestly see him like slip into the the votes for fans at least. He's not gonna be there, so that part's idiotic. But if you told me he should be, I'd be like, yeah, he's having a career year. He's on a good team. He does everything well. He hits the three well in today's NBA. I think the argument's there that he, so he could, if
2: be. I say he is, you're saying I'm guilty. You saying, saying he could. are your saying from the votes, he's not going to. You're be. saying he could be, but my statement saying that he is an all-star, I'm guilty. You are
1: still,
3: I am saying you are guilty.
1: I'm saying you're not guilty. He's an all-star.
3: Okay. In my head, he is. I'm just saying you're guilty, mostly to piggyback off what Hawk said, because he's not going to be voted on as an all-star. Half the NBA fans probably don't even know he exists. I mean, he's not athletic. He doesn't make big plays. I mean, sure, we know him and love him, and. Uh, you know he's the three-point shot is a, a big play. Well, I mean, in this world where Zion Williamson is like God's gift to Earth, and he doesn't do anything but dunk and just get rebound putbacks, I mean, it, I, I, it's inconceivable that Bogey would would get an All Star nod. Who's yeah,
1: more athletic right now, Dwayne Wade or Bojan Bogdanovic? Bojan Bogdanovic. Okay. That's all I'm saying. He's what third in the voting. Well, or? yeah, but. <laughs> Fans are freaking idiots. If he was more notable, he'd be
2: there. They needed to get playing, rid of like fan voting and vote Because Derrick Rose is up there, too. Okay,
3: can we name 12 guys more worthy than Bojan?
1: I, I I might not be able to. Maybe that play, might be another show,
3: but yeah. but that's... We'll do that around all-star
2: selection. Time, there you go. Right.
3: Okay. All,
1: All right,
2: I can, next up. James Harden is a top three NBA player.
1: Okay, so this one's a little tougher because I can see an argument where you could say... He's been playing like it. I mean, he's the MVP last year, MVP this year, probably, the way he's been playing this lately. So I think anybody that has Kevin Durant, LeBron, and then that third guy is always like Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. So I'm going to say you're not guilty. I can see an argument. I wouldn't be, from what he's done lately. I mean, he hasn't won a title. That's his only knock against him. But if we're talking right now in the NBA, there's no one that can score. Like and he's won that. a and lot more than LeBron. He's Kevin, won a lot Russell. more
2: than Anthony Davis.
1: Yeah, so there you go. I mean, so I can see that argument. So I'm gonna say not guilty. I'm gonna say guilty. Just this is working out well. Last know. time we
3: disagreed. So I'm gonna say guilty just for the simple fact I can't stand James Harden. I don't. I, hate re- him. I, hate I him. just I don't respect. I don't respect some of the things he gets away with, and then other guys try to do it, and they just that oh, it's a travel now. Like I just don't respect some of that stuff, and he plays zero defense, and he doesn't even like. There's no qualms about it. Like he he knows he doesn't play defense, and so I don't think so. I think I can name like like five or six guys that I would have ahead of him. I mean, I I mean, I would rather have Giannis. I would rather have Kawhi Leonard at this point. To be quite frank, I would rather have LeBron still. So there's three. I haven't even said Anthony Davis. I would rather have Joel Embiid. Steph
1: but Curry, Durant. Steph Curry, Durant. The league where scoring's dominant, he's leading the league in scoring. Well, scoring, but but here's
3: here's my argument. I'm just saying
1: you can see. No, it. Right. Got, if someone said yeah. it, you wouldn't be like that person's an idiot.
3: No, but I'm saying that he's definitely not a top three guy. That's that's, that's me. That's the me.
2: Rockets are starting to pick off pick up now without Chris Paul. I think they're a fourth or fifth seed in the West now. So, do you think there's? Do you think like they Chris need Paul Chris Paul? Them. Yeah, do you, right. not that he hurts them. But they're obviously playing very well without him.
1: I never believe in the notion of you out of superstars or team they get worse. I mean, people that try to make that argument, I mean, it doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, so I don't Logan Cleverger would make that argument. So, yeah. So I think the I think they just they start off the year terrible, and I think that was some adjusting to their literally no defense they play since they got rid of Ariza. So it just took them a time. They're like, all right, we got to be hotter. James Harden took over. I think. I think they're on the same path as last year. I would not consider them to be. I mean, as Capella good as last year.
2: Capella is a stud. Exactly. Um, and if you had to pick between him or Chris Paul right now in their careers, you're definitely picking Capella. Oh yeah,
3: absolutely.
2: Uh, and then everybody else on that team, Gerald Green. I mean, then they got this. I can't even say his name. House. I think he played on the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, P.J. Tucker, who's a good role player. So, I mean, it's kind of just amazing what Harden's doing right now the with a bunch of... Green. Listen,
3: I swear, and I, I, maybe I'm the idiot. Maybe I'm the idiot, but I would really, for the Indiana Pacers, the way we play, I'd rather really have Victor Oladipo than James Harden.
1: Yeah. uh, 100%. Let's, uh, let's not get, get to that argument. It, we'd have to restructure the team a little bit.
3: That's little. what I'm yeah. saying, like, for yeah. our team this year. Anyways, go ahead. All right, I'm next pissed. up, number three, oh, the Cavs
2: on. are the most dysfunctional NBA franchise right now.
3: Do oh, you care if I take this one first? Go ahead. I would say I. I think you're guilty of dumbassery, right? and here's why. Um, I think that there are two franchises that are more dysfunctional than the Cavs are at this very and moment. And I
2: think you're. Gonna, I think I already know one of them you're going no, to name, but save it. Save it because they're in the next question.
3: No. Oh. Actually, not. You're going to
2: say the Bulls.
3: I'm, I'm going to say the Bulls because and I, the no Knicks. One, Maybe there's three teams. I didn't even think about the Knicks. The Bulls, number one for me, because how many times can they sell second-round picks and then they turn out to be, like, good, serviceable (laughs) NBA players? Dude, every time they trade – they just made a trade – they made a trade so that they could cut Michael Carter-Williams. Williams, yeah. And they traded a second-round pick just to cut him and save, like, a couple thousand dollars. Like, legitimately. Like, it's stupid.
1: They could have missed out on the next Alizé Johnson.
3: Exactly. But seriously, they missed seriously. out on Jordan Bell. They missed out on a bunch of second-round second, second round guys that turned out to be pretty good. They did the same thing on Draymond. They traded out, and the next pick was Draymond. And so, just crazy stuff like that. So, And from... from Ownership down, they're just terrible. The only other team I would say is, I don't, you know, the Knicks, I didn't even think about them. But the Suns can't find a point guard. They've been looking for a point guard. This effing team has been looking for a point guard since, since we Steve started Nash. the
1: podcast. Basically. I mean,
3: before. well before. I mean, they've been looking for a point guard. Can't do it. Now they're playing their star shooting guard, a point guard, and he's not developing his game and they're just a complete nutter train wreck Firing coaches It's just bad But I will stop talking I'm interested to hear what you have to say
1: I'm going to say you are not So not guilty means they are the worst? Yes It
2: means that you agree, yes Yeah, you're not
1: guilty Oh you're my god lost I, in a row My I mean, god Kevin Love doesn't even want to play on this team anymore. I agree They have these terrible contracts they have one decent and young player. And in the we Knicks haven't won a. One, eight, and uh, it makes yeah, it. But the Knicks have more to work with.
2: Okay. I understand they've blown up some of the roster, but it makes it even more impressive that LeBron took that team to the finals last year.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to give them. Yeah, credit. I, I don't want to give them
2: credit. But like, they just signed uh, McCall, Patrick McCall from the Warriors. He was a restricted free agent. They signed him and then they cut him like a week later. Yeah. Like, what was that? What was the reason to do that? And they might. And there's news out. They're not going to lose it. But people he's are saying. GM now. Uh, Kobe Kobe Altman So they said the Cavs should lose their first round pick Because of it So can you imagine if the Cavs lost (laughs) their first round pick Which is going to be a top three, top five pick Just to sign Patrick McCall for one week
3: Listen if you are a franchise... They
2: fired their coach six... Okay, they fired their coach oh six games God, in. Their maybe roster this, is
1: atrocious. Maybe okay. Overpaying shitty players. Most
3: dysfunctional NBA franchise for this year? I yes. would say yes. Yes. Okay, the, but right it says now. like
1: right now. So I'm thinking like... In the grand scheme of things, you're right. It's probably the Knicks. But for this year... I'm I wouldn't doing... even think about the Knicks.
3: But I'm just thinking... right. How can you say this, this whole franchise is dysfunctional when they've won a championship within the last five years? Well, I'm not
1: saying... Things have changed. It's the owner, you have one job, to keep your star players happy. Their owner couldn't do that originally. LeBron came back like a little little bitch that he is. And then, I mean, this similar with the Colts. The Colts, people hate on their uh, owner, Jim Irsay, but there's not one former player that has anything bad to say about Jim Irsay. That's done the right way. And this guy, I mean, he's an idiot.
2: What happened was Cleveland got very lucky and very blessed to have a superstar player. They got the number one overall pick, and pretty much handed to them. He's from the state of Ohio in LeBron James. So, I mean, if that's not the case, I mean, the Cavs were very bad before LeBron the first time. I would not have said not time.
1: guilty if we would have lost to him. Though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah.
2: All right, moving on. The Timberwolves made a bad move by firing Tom Thibodeau.
1: Um, you are not guilty. I don't think Tom Thibodeau is the answer, really. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> he was
2: such a highly touted coach. Five or six years ago.
1: And now they need a GM and a coach, basically. So, I mean, they're kind of double-screwed. Yeah, right? and Flip right. Saunders, who passed that's the question away, in? his kid okay, so is move.
2: coaching them right now.
1: I'm going to say it wasn't a bad move just because you need to do it now, sooner than later. If you already know the writing's on the wall, he's gone after all that's happened. Just get it out of the way. Let these young guys play. Maybe try to find somebody to step in there. But I, I, I think there's stuff to work with there. So I would say maybe a guy coming in could have some decent success. But I think it was the right move. It wasn't the right fit.
3: Yeah, I I agree with Hawk. I'm gonna say not guilty, but I want to add this sentence to it, which would make it guilty. Because rumors of this is, is that this is gonna happen would just drive me nuts. But the Timberwolves made a bad move by firing Tom Thibodeau comma and hiring Fred Hoiberg to run the organization. Yes. That would be that would be <laughs> the the, you would be guilty as all get out. And that's actually no, that
2: would be not guilty because I said it was a bad move.
3: You guys are getting confused. That, no, no, that, it, that would be a terrible move. I've completely given up. That would be a trouble. terrible yeah, move. Yeah, but I
2: said in my statement it is a bad move. So not guilty means you agree with me.
3: Not guilty means that – oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, listen, We're just getting into this, this, this game. This is bullshit. Okay, they shouldn't have fired – I mean, sorry. They should have fired Tom So, so I'm guilty – or
2: I am not guilty by my statement. You
3: are not guilty by your statement. But, comma, if they hire Fred Hoyberg, you're guilty as hell. They haven't officially
1: hired him yet. No, but if That's they do thing. If know, they do. So sense. if they do
2: hire I still said though the Timberwolves made a bad move by firing Tom Thibodeau and hiring Fred Hoiberg. I would still be not guilty because I said it's a bad move.
3: I hate
1: this game. <laughs> I, I hate think this game. I think you we are, turn up I think you're guilty cuz I, I think it's a good. All right,
2: one. let's move on. <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers should not should not move on from Luke Walton.
3: So this is a double negative here.
1: So I'm gonna say you are not guilty. I don't think they should. Right. That's correct. Okay, just make sure. I think he's he's been what this is his third season. You just got LeBron James. It was a rough kind of little start. Then they kind of went up. And then he got injured. I mean, what? Now you want to fire him? It, when he was playing, you guys were playing really well. That wouldn't. The timing wouldn't make sense. Yeah, not
3: guilty. I think. If my answer is <laughs> correct, not guilty. Uh, you should not fire Luke Walton. He was very uh, highly sought after, um, and now he's coaching LeBron James. And what it's going to come down to, I don't know why we're acting like it's anybody's decision other than LeBron's. Yeah. Really, all LeBron's got to do is ring up Magic, and he's gone. So um, he would be a coach if he got fired. He would be highly sought after again because even last year he got those guys to play hard, and they were god awful.
1: Just and there's still
2: the roster is god awful. Yeah, it's not good outside of LeBron. It's uh, it's not
1: good. Yeah. I mean, they're decent, but they, like like people said, they don't have a number two. They don't have another elite. No, and Brandon, Brandon
2: Ingram, as we can see, is not it.
1: Yeah, definitely right. not. And Kuzma's okay, but he's, I don't think he's a number two.
2: This was a uh, Twitter one that was sent in from at StevieJR96. I'm assuming that's the year he was born. The Pacers will move Tyreek Evans prior to the trade deadline.
1: Um, Hope. <laughs> so, for that, I'm just going to say not guilty. I don't know what in the hell team would want him or need him. The contender doesn't want him. He hasn't been playing well enough to be proven to be on a contending team. Tanking team doesn't want him, cause unless they just got Cavs face to screw around with. I don't think it's going to happen, but not guilty.
3: Uh, I think you're guilty just for the simple fact that, you no, know, like we've said a million times and you just reiterated, no team's going to want him. I mean, maybe you can trade him to like Houston or something. Maybe We'll something. get a Cavs second round pick somehow. Maybe you get a Cavs. No, they've already traded their second round pick for like the next like twenty or bowl, years. Though. Or yeah, Bulls second round pick. But um, no, I don't think they're going to be able to move him. And honestly, I still think he has upside, but the downside. Boy, howdy, hey, it is. It's a long, slow, no, it's no.
2: All right, last two. Uh, this one's both basketball and football related. <laughs> So, remember, not guilty, you agree, guilty, you do not agree. Uh, Indianapolis has the best NBA-NFL combination right now with the Colts and the Pacers.
1: Is this so, let's just say just this year so far? Just this year. Oh, just
3: this year.
2: Yeah, not including forever, just this year. Right now, it's the best time to be a fan in what city, NBA and NFL-wise.
1: The way we're set up, I'm just going to say not guilty. Because if you look at the Colts specifically, they've made this run that no one expects them to make necessarily. They have all the caps room. They have the makings of a possible dynasty. I don't want to say it. I'm just saying it. And then if you look at the Pacers, they also have a lot of cap space, great young players, run by a very competent GM and owners. We we've seen so far. So I'm gonna say not guilty. I mean, there's no other fans I'd rather be fans of. Teams I'd rather be fans of. Um.
3: I'm going to say not guilty because it's not crazy. Yeah, I At the very least, it's not crazy. The only team that is popping Boston. up in my head is Boston yeah. with the Celtics and uh, New England. Uh, Patriots, other uh, And then cool. you have
2: Chargers-Lakers, but the Lakers haven't been playing well as of late. Well,
3: you could uh, also I mean, say Rams. Chargers don't even count. Yeah, I mean, yeah Rams,
2: well, I mean, too. Yeah, Rams. I mean... I still get... I, st- I almost said, st- who's the team in St. Louis? <laughs> I can't... I, I'm not a <laughs> past the fact that those two teams st. Louis are in L.A. Yeah,
3: I I would would have said maybe... Now, you can't even really say Houston, because the Rockets were bad at the beginning, and they just got their asses waxed. I mean, no better.
1: At At least, Philadelphia.
2: Philadelphia Philadelphia is definitely coming up. Yeah, at least top three. I would
1: feel like yeah, they're right there with Philly and New England. Just from an outsider's perspective. So I mean, not guilty. I'm I'm in it. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna say it, but even from an outsider, I could see it for sure.
2: All right, last one. Andrew Luck will throw for more passing touchdowns this weekend than Patrick Mahomes.
1: I mean, I think we're gonna win, so you're not guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Second, second worst against the pass. Andrew Luck's more than capable of carving that up. I think to win, you got to. That's it's got to be like that. Or Marlon Mack's got to have two.
3: Yeah, that's why I think I'm gonna say you're not guilty. It's not a dumbass, but I do think I would say Patrick Mahomes would be odds-on favorite to throw more. Probably, Um, but I don't think that would uh, necessarily hurt the Colts' chances of winning because I think Marlon Mack is. uh, I think Marlon Mack. Can very easily run through with Elway's offensive line, of course. Run through that that uh, Chiefs team that has very weak run defense, run defensive play. How, oh, bad. go ahead. Go ahead. Ned. And I was
2: gonna ask because I haven't really watched any Chiefs games this year. Uh, they had Kareem Hunt, obviously had to cut him. Oh, Who's the running back now? Spencer Damian, Weir, no, or? Damian
3: Williams got the big contract. So, Damian Williams and Spitzware are kind of splitting it. But Damian Williams has showed a lot. I mean, he's pretty quick off the ball. Um, he's in the holes. Yeah, I think he signed like a three year, like $18 million contract, something crazy like that. Like, he's
1: getting paid. He's their running back of the future, apparently. So apparently, yeah, they've invested we'll see. in it. I haven't watched, I've watched some of their early games with Hunt, and then I haven't really seen another 3-3 three and three yeah. in their last six. Yeah. So I think that bodes well for us all. I feel like
2: now is the time, if you're going to play him, it's a perfect time. Perfect yeah,
3: time. and I don't think Damien Williams is going to be kicking any women in the, in the hotel lobby either. You never know.
1: <laughs> you never <laughs> know.
3: All right. Anyway, segue. So that's going to wrap
2: that up. Coming up next, around the association. You know... Ever since we started Born Ready to Pod, people have been asking us for advice. Usually it's how many games will the Pacers or insert NBA team here will win this season. The truth is, I don't know. But if you think you know, you got to go check out my bookie. Remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with my bookie. Trust me guys, they are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to us, and that's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie, You Win, They Pay. They have in-game, live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. Join now, and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code READY to activate your offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code READY, that's R-E-A-D-Y, when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. You play, you win, you get paid. Ah!
1: Burrell, the Association, presented by Born Ready to Pop. Oh, I think you
2: busted my eardrum.
1: <laughs> face red. Definitely super Ugh. red in the face. Um, I gotta find my notes tab because I didn't do that you know, before. Spitting child. Here we this is. is. Just
3: a bunch of Indiana boys.
1: The NBA, Turner Sports, and Twitter will start offering live streams through Twitter. The first will be this year's All Star game, and then 20 other NBA on TNT games to follow. The NBA Twitter community is among the most vibrant in sports and entertainment. Adam Silver. What do you guys think about NBA games being broadcast live on Twitter?
2: I don't know. I don't know how you, unless you can put it on like a TV device or something. I don't know how that's going to work. I know they've done it with WNBA games. Um,.
1: I mean, it's the, you got to think it's the modern age. People watch yeah. TV on their phone. I mean, it's and people, people people are on Twitter. On their phone people on their
2: are, phone. are on Twitter all the time. But let's say they want to. I mean,
1: I think with those live games, you can like screen it and you can like scroll your timeline while you're watching. Yeah. TV. I was going to
2: ask that if you'd have that capability. Yeah, like, you that. see something and you want to tweet about it. Can you do that right I on the spot? Can. I think that's kind of the appeal. So. Would that be free to everybody
1: then? It's a free – they're doing 20 games. So, us.
2: yeah, then I like it because, I mean, we pay for NBA League Pass so yeah. we can watch any game we want. So it really doesn't matter to us at this point. But It's definitely uh, a cool little thing. NBA I think it'll like help. the rich guys. NBA yeah, they, is always if I don't curve. have a League Pass, I love
1: it. NBA's always ahead of the curve on popularity. They yeah. allow their clips to be shared. I think they've done it the perfect way.
3: I don't know how it could be viewed as a bad thing per se just because, I mean, you're getting free games. I mean – Plenty of people watch stuff on their phones all day, every day. I mean, it's just another way to consume an NBA game. Yep. No
1: no problems here. Okay, (laughs) next up. Something we touched on a little bit. Tom Thibodeau fired this past weekend. Fred Horberg, the person most people think will be taking over, and possibly Chauncey Billups as GM. So we talked about this already. I don't want to go into it too much, but just thoughts overall on Minnesota. Um, I mean, they're a complete train wreck. They have... Two
2: number one overall picks on their team in Wiggins and Towns. They had Jimmy Butler. Jeff Teague is you know a pretty good point guard. He's not the greatest. We had him here for a year in Indy, so we know what he's all about. Um, I just don't understand what they're doing. Uh, Thibodeau he kind of got stuck in his ways there. Brought all those former Bulls players back. Uh, traded for Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler had a bad or had a bad experience with the Timberwolves. Got traded. And then Thibodeau fired again. It just seems, like you just said, they're the Bulls of the West. They're following the same blueprint as the Chicago Bulls did. Uh, and I think it's only a matter of time before Towns is traded. Okay. I see it happening in two or three years.
3: <laughs> the Timberwolves situation is really bad just because they got good players that should be playing well and they're not. And I think that's, that's what drives you nuts as a coach Knowing, okay, I've got good players. How do I get the most out of them? And sometimes it's not a coaching thing. Sometimes it's a player thing. Uh, sometimes it's an ownership thing. And I think that that's what's got to drive people in Minnesota absolutely batshit crazy. They should be good. They're not. And I don't see it getting better if Fred Hoyberg's the answer. I wouldn't mind giving Chauncey Billups a chance. I would rather give Chauncey Billups a chance to run it more so than Fred Hoyberg.
2: I'd let him be the coach before I let Fred Hoyberg do it. Really? Yes. Just might as well. See? He's Point guards you typically have, you know, they're pretty smart-minded. <laughs> Hoiberg has shown that he's not a really good coach in the NBA. I think he's more suited for the college level. Yeah,
3: I think he's actually a good college coach. Yeah, he I seems think, like an X and O guy.
2: Yeah, people struggle. Like, yeah, NBA isn't really, I mean, it is X's and O's, but it's not as much as it is in college. You have to be a, space. you ha, and you have to be a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Manage egos. Like, yeah. Yeah. Steve Kerr's not a really good coach, but he's good at managing... All of those players' egos, right. putting it to the side, and, and, and that's what it's all about. I
3: think one thing too, when when you're an X and O guy as a coach, which you obviously, I would say all NBA guys can X and O. I think it'd be dumb to say they can't. Yeah. But um, you're Xing and Oing in just really tight situations in the NBA, where really you're working through concepts, motion stuff. And Fred Hoiberg is an X and O guy trying to survive in the NBA, so I just think he's a better college fit. I think any college that could hire him, like UCLA, they should be jumping all over that It's a home here. run in college, for yeah,
1: sure. 100%. Okay, next up, we got more out of the Timberwolves organization. Derrick Rose, the Minnesota Timberwolves oh, go-hard in an interview about Thibodeau being fired and how he believed in him. For everybody that think I'm not going to play the same way, kill yourself. Rose shortly after initiates an apology, claiming the slang term is just a common expression. And then we have Andrew Wiggins yep. also apologizing for claiming Dennis Schroeder was being gay after colliding with Nerlens Noel and after a technical foul and a scuff with Jeff Teague. Wiggins, Wiggins also dropped 40, so there you go. He also initiated an apology. But yeah, and thoughts on these players on these, being misquoted? Or? On these
2: topics, I'm going to tread lightly because uh, you know how any comments about these, any topics like this can be misconstrued. Yeah. Um, but they're still, I mean, it's no excuse, but they're both... Uh, I mean, not Derrick Rose, but Andrew Wiggins, young guy. Derrick Rose, I mean, he's got a very bad past. We all know about the sexual assault and uh, the SATs. Uh, those are just two things you cannot say in yeah. today's world. You have to be smarter than that. Um, I'm sure there's NBA players who say stuff. He wouldn't have said it if NBA players aren't saying it, you know, behind the scenes, or if he said it on the people. scenes. I mean, it's not, it's something um, I
1: try not to say anymore. But
2: in the public eye, though, he just he can't. You can't say stuff like that. you got to refrain from doing that. Yeah. Not very smart, especially considering Derek Rose's past. Uh, you know, his acts that he's gotten away with. And then he comes out and says that, and, you know, this big thing is now coming out nowadays about suicide awareness yeah. and just not a smart thing to say. You
3: can't say it. You can't say it. I can't even – like I- – you try to take stuff like that and you know like when we were kids you know i hate even to say the word but you know they make it a big deal now you don't even you don't even say retarded like you don't even say somebody's like that's just something you there's don't. there's words that have yeah. been
1: deemed culturally ineffective
3: and in my you know i'm a teacher or whatever in my classroom if i hear it i, I flip i mean i that's stuff i send kids to the office for just that the r word right there and so like i don't even like saying it. like i feel bad but um yeah you can't say things like kill yourself like that's one of the things you just cannot do i mean that is on the same lines as as racial as racial words you know racist comments like those things are just highly scrutinized and i find it very hard to believe that derrick rose was unaware of this <laughs> i mean not only that's that the most
1: surprising he, he
3: says he says it twice did you see it like he doubles down and then he also the look he's giving it's just like you're despicable, and like, <laughs> I mean, it's just it is what it is. But it doesn't surprise you come from Rose, is kind of a chump.
1: Okay, chump. There we go. Demarcus Cousins plans to suit up January 18th against the Clippers. The Monstars have officially arrived. Screw this team. January 18th will be a year and a day since the injury. Thoughts on Cousins' return?
2: I don't have really any thoughts. Do you think it'll the, work? The NBA, yeah. The NBA season's over. It's good. They're gonna so. be they're gonna be bad for a week, and the whole national media first take. Colin Cowherd. Everybody's going to be like, "Oh, the Warriors done. They're not done." I hope they A. Smith. Yeah,
1: I hope they just don't lose a game, so we don't have to talk about like
2: that. I. It's going to come. They're going to say, "Are the Warriors better or worse with DeMarcus Cousins?" Obviously, if you have DeMarcus Cousins, you're better. <laughs> so it's a stupid debate. Um, it's just it's sad because I forgot he was even on the team a couple yeah. weeks ago, <laughs> and then they the just came out. So yeah, it's sad. I mean I played against them and I'll let you get to it in a second. Right. I played against them, I made a two K franchise. <laughs> I
1: was gonna say, when did you play against the Warriors? I played against
2: the Warriors, I simulated with the Pacers, I play like the last game of each series, got it to game seven with the Warriors, and so I played and my god they kicked my ass. <laughs> so I had to turn down The, the difficulty. Yeah, the difficulty, <laughs> their shooting percentages, and we actually came back and won the title. Oh god. But like they were so good, like literally I, would be, be worried there I would be right in their face. I thought you might have lost this game.
1: Thank God you won
2: it. Yeah, thank God we won. Uh, but I had to turn down the difficulty very low.
3: Yeah, they're gonna—they'll probably go like two and two in the first four games, and then they'll freak out, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh shit! Now we have." When do we play the Warriors? The best. Well, we're gonna beat. The uh,
2: Warriors. they play them in a few weeks. I think yeah. at the so end of January. We, we need.
3: Long. I want to play them with Boogie. So. Yeah. I, I mean, no one's going to say Our best against their
1: bad.
2: best. Our only chance to beat them this year is at home, and one of them sits out. And it's kind of like that game last year where they just weren't really in it.
1: Yeah. Okay, next up. We've got, according to Bleach Report, Kevin O'Connor with the ringer, amongst other sources, said Brett Brown and 76ers All Star Jimmy Butler uh, have had issues with each uh, other and how the offense is run. Brown downplayed an incident during a film session where Butler aggressively challenged Brown's role in the offense. Thoughts on Jimmy Butler being. Just a just a, a brat. Before
2: yeah, before we dive in, is he the biggest diva in the NBA? Yes, yeah, I yes, mean, biggest lately. diva. Um, if it happens one time, okay, that's fine. Yeah,
1: Minnesota. Second time?
2: Well, no, even Chicago. He he yeah, got his way out of true. Chicago, so that was okay. Minnesota came around, and you're just kind of like, well, whatever. We
1: to we'll go. move on.
2: And then what? Two months into this. Already with the Sixers, two young guys again. He's back up to his same old shit. And I saw Sixers fans. I did like the Jack Nicholson gif to whoever tweeted that out. Like, yes, that's very good. Because it's good for the Pacers. Yeah. And it's so, great for the,
1: Pacers. Absolutely great.
2: the Sixer fan comes at me and says, uh, I hate to break it to you, but they sorted things out, whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I said I said my, my like this guy I, I was like, okay. They, lavender, I, I said thanks. I said thank you for breaking that to me. Uh But the whole thing is, even in the littlest thing, it's becoming news because, obviously, Jimmy Butler, no matter where he's at, is going to have disagreements. He's not going to be happy. I don't see it working out with the Sixers. They might win a playoff series this year, but long term, if he stays there, I hope he does because it's going to be total dysfunction for the Sixers. I'm so glad. Even though we talked about it several times about the Pacers trading for him, I'm so glad they never did. It just – that's all I got to say. Well, I just can't. I can't anymore with this guy.
3: Yeah. He, Jimmy Butler, everywhere he goes, he's complaining. Like, what, what do you mean the rule in the offense? The role in the offense should be we put Joel Embiid's ass right on the block, and if he's open, he gets the ball. Yep. that That's the offense. And then you want to throw it back out. You know what the next option should be? Pick and roll coming off the left with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Like, that's what should happen. Sorry, Jimmy Butler. This is why we said it wasn't going to work because they needed shooters to space everybody else out. Jimmy Butler is not a knockdown shooter. He's a good shooter, but he's not a knockdown shooter, and he's best with the ball in his hand. This is why you can't have too many guys that just need the ball in their hand to be great. Like, Klay Thompson doesn't need the ball in his hand to be great. Catch and shoot. Like that. Young doesn't need the ball in his hand because he can go get it in other ways. Jimmy Butler can't. And then when he just kind of challenges people, I mean, he just it just doesn't make it work. And NBA is full of divas. And I actually really like Brett Brown. I, I couldn't see him taking that very well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Jimmy Butler traded at the trade deadline.
1: Interesting. Can
2: they trade him? I don't know if there's I, a rule against probably.
3: it. I think you can. I, I don't you
1: know if they a, can or not. Once you join a new team, I think you have to wait a count. They're, they're not trading Jimmy. They're keeping it's him and they're going to try some to. weird rule like
2: that. Yeah, they're, no, they're going to try to. thought it was
1: to, if you pick somebody else like I don't it. know. There's Maybe
2: probably some rule out there. We're not geniuses. We're just fans like you guys.
1: Yeah. I love how the guy on Twitter t- tweeted out and said, hey, I just got off the phone with them. Yeah. They patched it up. And I mean,
2: I wasn't even going to argue with him. I just said, thanks for pointing that out to me. It's just like people on Twitter. Next up, we
1: have ATA Trivia. This is a game between you two that I created, and you're going to guess who leads the NBA in these specific ATA, games. around the association. All so right. we got six questions. I started at the top at five, but there was a six that was funny, so I had to do it. Are these easy? Sometimes say, you make them too difficult. I'd say there's three of the six are easy. All right. First up, Jake and Chris. So it's going to come down who can answer it first. Who leads the league in turnovers at this point in the NBA season? James Harden. Yes. So you already lost <laughs> Chris. He has 202 oh, turnovers. I would up.
2: have said Russell Westbrook then. I thought about it and he's just I missed too many games. I actually
3: was going to say one of Chris's favorite players, the Aaron Fox. But James Harden, he just he has the ball in his hand. you got to think about the ball He leads by a hand. lot. Too. Yeah, okay. he has the ball in his hand a shit ton.
1: Number two. So it's one Jake. Personal fouls leader in the NBA.
3: Uh, Andre Drummond, No. Hassan Whiteside. No. Ooh, that was
1: a good one.
2: Is it a big man? It
3: is a big man. It's got to be a big man. Uh, Joseph
2: Merkich. Nope. Give us a conference.
1: Um, The West. JaVale McGee? Jokic. Nope. What the heck? A team we just talked about at Ignatium. Towns. Yep. Really? One to one. Okay. with 156 personal fouls. Next up. Man, that is a lot of freaking fouls. Be attentive. Cause this one's the, one of the easier ones. Who leads the league in blocks per game?
3: Monster.
1: Yep. 2.8. I mean, Who leads the league in turnover percentage? This one's incredibly difficult. <laughs> turnover so percentage. Luck.
3: Big
2: guy? Nope. Oh, he's just... It's know. typically a big guy on these Yeah, things. I know. With I don't think
1: he's a big guy. Percentage. I don't know this player that well.
2: Is he a well-known player? No. Well, what team is he on then? I
1: don't even remember, actually. Oh. In the I think guy. it's
3: Detroit, maybe. Langston Galloway. Yes. Oh, my Holy God. shit.
1: <laughs> he does at 4.7. I don't even know what that means. I think it's just 4% of the, the times he has the ball in his hands is a turnover. Yeah. It's yeah. just
3: a lot. Hey, that was a good guess because I was going Bruce Brown next. So
1: the only way – I'm not good at these shout-it-out games. So it's 3-1, to one, and we have six questions. <laughs> so hopefully we don't end on a tie. Assists per game, who leads in the NBA? Ooh. I don't even – uh, Russell Westbrook? Yep, you've, you've already dominated the game. Yeah. All right, Chris, I'll give you the first one. This is a triple point question. <laughs> so you'd only lose by one point, I think. Or, yeah. Offensive rating, who leads in the NBA?
2: Offensive rating. It's just
1: offensive rating, and it's someone that you... It's not a popular player.
2: That doesn't narrow it down to me at all. There's how it's many players in the NBA? Ursaan Eliasova.
1: Nope.
3: <laughs> Robert Covington.
1: Offensive rating. He's going to be on a team that's a good offensive team. I was going to recovered Dan. right? That's not correct. Oh. He's a big guy.
2: Um, that, uh, Marshall Plumley. Nope. He's not even in the league. Uh, <laughs> it's watch, the watch, other Plumlee. West. Back. It's in the West. On a good team.
1: On a good team.
2: He's on the Duggets.
1: Nope. Uh, He said
3: he
2: was on, on the, the Warriors. Warriors. Billy
1: Stein. A
3: good team.
2: Warriors. You said they're going to make the playoffs. What well, okay. The hell? Okay.
1: Yes, he's on the Warriors. Jeremy Grant. So compared to the Warriors, uh, they're not a good team. Jordan Bell. No. uh what's his name? Kevin Quinn Lee. Cook. Kevin Looney. That was it. Somehow leads the league in offensive rating, and he leads by kind of a big amount. Really? So interesting. And okay. that's A.T.A. trivia. Jake, you are the reigning champion. Maybe exactly. I should have a
3: trivia for you two next time. Maybe. Wonder plays. Maybe in a couple episodes.
1: So that that concludes around the association. I'm also, so ready for the next topic. Yes.
2: Yeah, before we end it, like yeah, one more topic. I asked you guys, and myself included, to come up with a list of the top three worst people in the media, sports media. So it can be from a local channel, national channel, wherever it may be, and we're just gonna go through and go through our lists.
1: Okay. So, how should we do so, this? We all three. Do we'll all go around on three, then two, then one.
3: Okay, so we're going the
1: the third third worst third worst. For me, it's gonna be Poppy from Highly Questionable. That <laughs> guy is incoherent rambling. He's their whole stick is she's just a funny idiot, and that is stupid. I can't stand Poppy.
3: My mine is Rodney Harrison because mm-hmm. he always like tries to act like he had like this great wherewithal in the game. And He was a smart player, but he was super dirty. Um, and then he, like, acts like he's this huge Patriots guy. And then he, like, kind of criticizes him. And, like, he just seems like he has a very, like, crappy demeanor. Like, don't want to really be around him type yeah. deal. And then he's right next to Tony Dungy, who's, like, an angel. <laughs> and God, and it's so cool. it's, like, kind of cancels each other out. So Rodney hate Harris. Harris. Yeah, he's really bad.
2: Um, mine's Nick Wright.
1: Okay. Oh. LeBron uh, James. Yeah, I mean, you don't yeah,
2: yeah, LeBron James, his obsession – he always pulls out these random stats out his ass. He's always got some bullshit to say. He's not. He's an Andrew Luck hater, so there's that. He always talks shit about Andrew Luck, um, and mostly it's just the LeBron stuff. I love giving the guy crap and going in like his replies when he's got a Le- LeBron tweet and putting like a picture of LeBron holding him as a baby. It's always a great one to get likes in the comment sections. Nick writes the worst. I hate his takes, and I hate how much he loves LeBron.
1: Fair. I also hate to cry. Next up for me is Double D. We're going to go local for this. Oh, my gosh. I didn't, even, I didn't
2: even add him on mine. I regret it now. So
1: the two things I will say. I do think Dan Doggers does a good interview, and he knows basketball. But yeah. other than that, this man is just an incoherent, clickbait, rambling mouth. Like, he's just saying shit to get listeners. Yeah. I get the game. I understand it. Most popular sports show in Indiana by far, probably. Yeah. So I, I get it, but I just can't stand it. I don't want to listen to that. I don't and no one's questioning
2: him. his basketball knowledge. He played at the college level. He was coach. Yeah,
1: cool.
2: No one's no one's questioning him. It's just, yeah, like you said, his takes are ridiculous. The thing that makes me most mad about Dan Dockage is he always tells people to sack up. They need to grow a pair. All this stuff, his, just his stupid-ass motto, sack up. And then he goes on these block brigades on Twitter. When yeah. people come back at, at him, saying stuff like questioning what he says, he'll just block you. And it was so easy to get that block from him. It didn't even take that long from us.
1: For being, quote-unquote, the sack-up guy, he does not sack up.
2: No, he does not sack up. And even Mark Boyle, who's his friend, says that Dan's got very thin skin. Yes. So,
1: exactly. and Mark, I've heard some of those Mark Boyle interviews. He is ruthless. He'll yeah. be high. He doesn't care. I think if you're need, an idiot. He'll just like dismiss th- you like you don't
2: exist. I think we need to get him on here, but I, I don't, do know, I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know how hyped I'd be for it. I want to wait until we're like very qualified at interviewing because I know he'll just clap
3: back. at us. <laughs> Exactly. Number two. Jim. My number two um, he's a newcomer to the uh, to the the announcing game, but Jason Witten He oh. is my God. He is the worst. I was I was watching the national championship game. First kickoff. Now, listen. If you were doing the national championship game, don't you think you would have some sort of concept of the rules? Concept of the rules. Yes. Dude calls a fair catch on you the know. kickoff just so they get the ball. You know, like, and, you know, standard procedure. Standard procedure. And he's like, I don't understand why he just called a fair catch. Was freaking out, thinking the ball was going to be like on the like the, the three yard line, something stupid <laughs> like that. And it's like, no, dude, that's that's like a touchback here in the uh, in the good world of college football. I'm just like, he just makes some some, some of the most stupid. Stupid argument. I can't even... I'm getting mad right now. He says and random he stuff. Booger, and Booger's not great, but Booger Booger's is better than way him. better than him. And, and so Booger. when they're clapping back And he's a Super Bowl other, champ. Yeah. And when they're clapping at each other, I'm always on Team Booger. And so Jason Witten drives me nuts.
2: Yeah, he just says some of the most random things. It shouldn't even. He be doesn't it. make sense. He was just
3: on the Cowboys. That's what I hate about just it. A popular like girl. at least Tony K- Romo, he, he's annoying sometimes, but at least just he think knows that, what Troy Aikman,
2: Tony Romo, Jason Witten. If you were a Cowboy, like Dak Prescott's already got his post career. Jimmy games, Johnson, yeah.
3: former Cowboys coach. Yeah, all this.
2: It's This guy was on my list. I heard he was your number one, so I won't give up too much information on him. But Max Kellerman, he's the number two on my list. Yeah, it's not Um, on my list. I'm not going to say anything about him. I'm going to let Jake do that because I know he's good. Thank you. Before we
1: start slandering Max Kellerman, he's an excellent boxing guy. That's all all he's got. All right. My number one is Sam Ponder. I think she's just a liar, and I'm a Barstool fan, so I will always say I hate Sam Ponder. She lies. She puts her kid on TV. No one wants to see her kid. Like She's a liar. She's my least favorite person in the media.
3: I should have had Sam Ponder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, should've. I should have thought about it, because some of the guy guys. Well my number one, it's not even close, Max Kellerman. Now listen, I, mind you, today I was sitting in the dentist's office. They asked me what I wanted to put on. I say ESPN. First take pops up, and I just kinda groaned. Like that was worse than the actual <laughs> cavity filling I had to go through. And so I'm sitting there listening, and I'm not a Stephen A. Smith fan either. I'm not. But Max Kellerman found a way, and basically He said that the Knicks should trade Kristaps because it's best for Kristaps, and of course, you know Stephen A. Smith goes at him saying like that's they shouldn't care what's best for Kristaps; it's what's best for them. They're going at it, and then somehow Max Kellerman likens the situation to some kind of black religious church ceremony type deal. And literally, it's like in the middle of this thing. Like, they had just came off a commercial break. And literally, Stephen A. Smith looked right into the camera and said, Y'all better go to a commercial break right now. <laughs> and so, literally, they had to like waste like two minutes just like, just kind of like laughing laughing it off, talking. And like, literally, like, Stephen A. Smith's just staring into the camera. So, like, Max Kellerman's that guy that like tries to bring up race. Like, you can talk about race. Like, that's cool. Talk about it. But the way he goes about it, just like, seriously, it's like the cringy white guy trying to talk about race when you have no clue what the hell's going on. And you just make everything worse. Yeah. I just can't stand him. He's yeah. the annoying uncle that comes over and you just pray to God he doesn't sit down by you and eat. Like, it's that bad. Yeah. Anyway, I, sorry. Go. That pretty much sums it up. I can't stand him. I literally That's why can't he was stand.
2: my number two. Anytime. When, I would rather listen to Stephen A. When Smith. When
3: Stephen A. Smith roasts your ass on arguments constantly.
2: That's when you know talking. That's problem. when you
3: know they're bad. <laughs> My God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All
2: right, number one, and I can't believe that he wasn't in your guys' lineups. I mean, he's the number one for everybody. I know it's just the go-to. Skip Bayless. Yeah. Come on.
3: Skip. I'm the one had Cowherd, actually. Uh, Cowherd's four for
2: me. Cowherd is four just because he wants to like sleep with Andrew Luck. That's the only thing going for him right, right now. He's brilliant, though. Anyways, go ahead. Um, Skip Bayless, I don't know how I, he's got to be on everybody's list. Where's Skip Bayless on your list if he's not top three?
1: And I just, I, to me, he doesn't exist. Like I don't seek him out. I don't even pay attention. I don't watch FS1 ever. So I'm, the only time I see him is when he pops up in my time like, <laughs> Here's
2: here's what he's done in the past couple weeks. So he will always. So before the Colts Cowboys game, he put Dak is greater than. Yeah, Locke. I saw
1: all that. That's so, the only stuff I see. So it's just annoying.
2: Yeah, so he does that all the time. He said Rivers is better than somebody. He always he always likes to come at quarterbacks. Granted, he thought Tim Tebow was the next Joe Montana, so his quarterback evaluation and RGT is just very – it's not good. So he put that uh, Dak is better than Locke, Cowboys lose. Coming into this week – or last week, I should say, he puts Watson is greater than Locke on Twitter. <laughs> We see how that played out. Luck. I mean, obviously, going to that you know, luck is the better quarterback. So Texans lose this week. He's realized that even the <laughs> shit he says is always incorrect. He says luck is greater than Mahomes because he wants to reverse oh, no. jinx himself. Yeah. He reversed and the jinx. He did it. He hates genius. luck. He's, he's always he's he's apparently a genius. His takes are awful. His show might as well just be called, like, cow- like Cowboy – what is the name of the show? Undis- it's Undisputed. undisputed. It's, the cow- it's just Cowboys. <laughs> just call it Cowboys. That's all he talks about. I remember when the Colts beat the Cowboys' ass Thursday of that week. I saw him put on Twitter that he was going to talk about the Cowboys game against the Colts four days later. <laughs> and so he was bragging – this guy is all in on Dak Prescott. I know I'm going off right now, but it's no, just – No, go so, off. I like it. It's so funny. This guy puts on Twitter that uh, – <laughs> he puts on Twitter – that I it's so funny, i got to laugh. Something about – actually, you guys talk for a second. Okay. I got I to gotta read listen, this.
3: Listen, listen. i got to read so it verbatim. I, I, I get the the Skip Bayless hate, but I actually dislike Shannon Sharp more, who is his counterpart on this piece. So, like, it, th- this is what they do now. I They're don't entertainers. Know. They're entertainers, and, like, Shannon Sharp is just, like, hell bit. He's stupid LeBron, on LeBron, 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 LeBron just – on your knees praying to LeBron God and then Skip hates LeBron and then so they literally sit down and they decide okay you're gonna like this you're gonna like that and I actually like Skip more than Shannon Sharp and I don't know and that's what's crazy because I hate Max Kellerman so much yeah, and and I don't mind Stephen A it's just like you're almost choosing the lesser of the two evils
2: um, this is not the Skip Bayless tweet, but this is one thing I wanted to read because we talk about Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith tweeted on April 15, 2011 <laughs> – And this is still out there. He never deleted this. It says the Stephen A. Smith show on 710 ESPN LA comes on 9 to 11pm tonight. We will not discuss Kobe Bryant. We will, however, discuss the homosexual. (laughs) Verified tweet from Stephen A. Smith. I thought
1: that was hilarious. Like, what's he talking about? I think he's referring to it's not Kobe anymore. Kobe is the homosexual. I I don't know.
2: It's from his account. It's verified. You can search it, go look it up okay here's the skip Bayless tweet uh, two days ago here we go again it's all in all caps by the way uh, I don't know why but it's in all caps so here we go again with the Cowboys playing at 8 15 Eastern on Saturday night this time at the LA Coliseum where dak Prescott announced his arrival with an eye-opening performance in a 2016 preseason game <laughs> 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 I mean the guy is just ridiculous so that's all I gotta that say that is hilarious
1: yeah. that,
2: he's, it, it does. Trolled, oh, he's an idiot and oh yeah the video that was just he was so he was so messed up he drunk. He, he was so drunk during the Cowboys game he goes I gotta pee <laughs> but
1: so I hold it
2: on this show It's like dude I'm mean, I twelve yeah. Dr. Peppers. Ernestine, whatever his wife is, she got to take the phone away when <laughs> the cowboys are on. Anyway, that wraps up <coughs> my whole thing. You guys got any more?
1: No. Uh, it's
2: about seven. So yeah, I
1: don't I'm about done. Yeah, it's about seven. Yeah, about the We're time about to uh, go. Uh, yeah, we. So
2: Hawks going to Colorado.
1: I'm going to the beautiful city of Denver, Colorado, and I'm. That's probably watching the Colts game. So it'll yeah. be an interesting change of scenery. I had these plans a long time ago. How many days? So we're going Thursday to Sunday, I think. I actually have no idea. I didn't buy any of the plane tickets or lodging stuff. I'm just I'm going around. I'm a zero maintenance guy on vacation. Oh, I don't Jesus. care what we do. We might ski a day. Other than that, we're just going to enjoy all the Colorado has to offer.
2: Well, certainly hope you guys have fun. We will. We'll talk about it next week on the podcast. Perfect. All right, that's going to wrap up this episode, the Larry Bird slash Danny Granger episode yeah. of Born Ready to Pop. left that out at yeah. the beginning. Pretty so uh, best of luck to the Pacers going the rest of the week and the Colts this weekend. Can't wait to talk about it with you guys next week. We'll see you then.
3: Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Autotrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Autotrader. Just you wait. Autotrader.
0: Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you.